This is the Maxlexia podcast. Here, it's all dyslexia all the time. A place to explore it in all its complex beauty, changing the way we and the world perceive the dyslexic mind. I'm Laurie Catella, your host, and I'm ready to help guide you to see and celebrate your own dyslexic brilliance. Together, we will change the world. everyone, Lori here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Maxlexia podcast. It's been an extremely busy week. I am very grateful for the work I get to do. I know many people have not had that same experience with their work and I my heart goes out to you and just stay strong, push through. We're getting through this. We will get over this and you will come back to the places that make your soul sing I know some of them personally in offices next to mine that are not able to be at work. I am working virtually and I know how difficult it is. We will get back there. So stay strong and stay safe. And so this week has been, like I said, very busy. And for me, it has been a real treat because I was able to begin working again with someone I had worked with approximately two years ago. And at the time, he was a very young adolescent, struggling with a lot of issues in terms of his mental health and and some of his physical health. And he was really um, at a very, very difficult place in his life. And we were doing good work, but at a certain point, his social, emotional, and psychological state deteriorated to such a point that the parents decided that he needed some intensive treatment. And he's been away now for just got back from about two years of treatment out in Utah and a pretty intensive treatment. A lot of it was out in the wilderness for a couple of months at a time where the focus really was on survival, subsistence, surviving, making, you know, some of the things that we think are important in life, in our regular lives, realizing that really some of that we need to pare away to get down to the basics And I remember when I was working with him, I had said to him at one point, you know, I wish for you what I could do would be to bring you to Mount Everest with all the equipment you need and all the food you need. And I would just say, go. I said, you go and the decision is yours to survive. You need to decide that for yourself. And he told me this week, he said when he was in the wilderness for months on end, he said that that really came back to him many times because truly that's exactly what they were doing. He was indicating that approximately maybe three quarters of the young, the young teenage boys in that group probably were not going to ever make any changes for themselves. But he said approximately a quarter of them, including himself, took the tools that were being given to them, embraced them and used them to really help turn around their lives. And I have to say, he's come back now and it is mind-blowing the difference that he's, that he's had in his, in his, just his view of life and in his desire to, to be. And it's just been wonderful to, to see him again and get, get back, get back together with him. So we've been doing some work this week. His mom at one point sent me a message and said, you know, thank you so much for everything you're doing. He really describes his time with you as a as a cloud away from all of his stressors and it really is a perfect situation. I said to her, well, I get as much from my peeps as they get from me. 
it really is a two-way street. Then today I'm listening to some podcasts as I'm working out and this word came up and I thought, mind equals blown, but yes, that's it. Acompañare. And it's a Spanish word, I believe, from South America in terms of a, I don't really know the, the origins of it, but somewhat in the way of um, methods of helping people, but by walking next to them, by walking alongside them, with accompanying them through their journey, rather than pushing somebody from behind or trying to pull someone along unwillingly, which, as we all know, never works. So this method of just accompanying someone along the journey, and I have to say, that's exactly what I recognize that I do every day with my work. And that's why I get so much out of it as well as the people I'm working with. It really is an amazing thing because what it does require is to really be vulnerable, to come at it in a very vulnerable way. I don't know any more than you. And I say that to people all the time. I don't know any more than you. That may sound crazy. If you're thinking of working with me, you may be thinking, well, you're supposed to know more than me because I want you to help me. But listen, it's in the not knowing more than you. It is in the vulnerability of saying that and being honest with people and walking alongside with them, getting as much from them as they get from me. But we walk together. As we walk through this, the transformation happens. But what I do know is that I am capable of seeing the light in someone and I'm able to reflect it back until you see it for yourself. And that is the aha moment. That is when from that moment forward, there's no stopping. That's it. You will walk forward into your true purpose in life and you will walk into your full potential. I've seen it time and time again. And it is the just most joyful thing I've ever seen that I can watch people that I've worked with finally see that in themselves that I have seen from the very beginning. And it's almost like that the light goes on, that it's the spark lights up from there. Like I said, off into whatever, whatever it is that, that you, that you need to do and that you're on the planet to do with your life. So coming back to this wonderful client of mine that I finally back working with, he's just brought me so much joy this week because he's finally embracing life and he's so happy to be here. So like I said, he's had the two years of treatment that he's been in, which has been extremely helpful for him. And part of his continuation now that he's out of the setting is for him to finally get the dog he's always wanted. In the past, the family recognized that he wasn't ready emotionally or psychologically to be able to deal with the dog and it, they wanted it to be his and he wanted it to be his and now is the time and he's got him himself this incredibly beautiful soul of a dog that he just is madly loving and taking care of and caring for when he describes the hours and hours of walking he does with this dog and taking him to the dog park and watching the dog play with the other dogs, just describing that his heart is literally bursting with joy just watching that. I thought, oh my goodness, this is a beautiful thing to see because he's really, really, really turned his life around. So really in the past few weeks with this experience from my client coming back after these years and seeing the change in his life, 
listening to other young adolescents at this point in our world, reflecting and thinking and putting pieces together for the future so that we come from this experience and bring ourselves to another level, raise ourselves, just even personally in our own lives, everything that we can add that can change into a positive, that can add together in the world to shift from what we've gone through into something so much better has really just filled me up and I have a lot of hope for the future. This generation of young adults and adolescents are looking forward to make changes, to change the world, to make it a better place for everyone. I wish for all of you that you can find the joy and the peace in your own lives to start to reflect how we're going to come out of this and get to a better place. I wish you all the best. Stay safe, stay healthy, take care of everybody. Peace out, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Maxlexia podcast. If you've got any questions or comments, or if you're looking for more dyslexia-related stories, resources, and information, reach out to me on my website, maxlexia.com. Peace out. See you next time.